Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And we're going to be talking about all the latest movie and TV topics, all that news in just a bit. But I'm going to go straight into our question of the day just to get us a little bit warmed up. And Christmas time is here, the most wonderful time of the year. So uh, we love our Christmas movies, our Christmas shows. And the question of the day is, what is your favorite Christmas TV episode? Oh, man. Well, all I'll say is... Happy Festivus! And that comes from the final season of Seinfeld, and that episode was entitled The Strike. And so, technically, I mean, it is a Christmas <laughs> episode, but uh, in within the episode, uh, Jason Alexander's uh, character, George Costanza, um, his dad is played by um, Jerry Stiller, Ben Stiller's dad. And he, they make up a holiday called Festivus. It's a Festivus for the rest of us because <laughs> they want, they're like, basically, they don't celebrate Christmas. It's funny. Um, and so within the show, I mean, a lot of other stuff happens, but just strictly about Festivus, uh, there's basically, uh, instead of a Christmas tree, they put up an aluminum pole. And and the and Festivus has like traditions like the airing of grievances. Airing of grievances is exactly what it sounds like. It's just uh, you just bitching about stuff. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> so about that's right. a part of the tra- tradition. And then the funniest, uh, I guess, tradition of Festivus is the feats of strength, and it's basically where I guess uh, Jerry Stiller's character just challenges someone to like a wrestling match. And then if he like Festivus is over when he loses. So if he wins Festivus just keeps going. It's just so random. Uh, uh, this episode, I don't know. It, uh, it's a Festivus miracle. (laughs) I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. It's so good. See, that's, that sounds like a fun Christmas episode compared to the one I'm going to choose. That's for sure. Uh, Uh, (laughs) And you'll know it, Ken, because it's a it's a good episode of TV, and it's gonna be the Smallville episode. <laughs> I know it, Lexmas, <laughs> the Lexmas episode. Oh, Mister uh, Mary Lexmas, I knew it. Yeah, you knew it, dude. I was afraid we were gonna choose the same thing because uh, it just shows, man. It's just how how happy Lex could have been if everything just changed. But it's all wrapped up in a pretty bow of Christmas. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's like he could have been with Lana. He could have had all the, like, a, like um, endearing family and all that stuff. Not no spoilers for the show that's been done for ten years, but <laughs> uh, pretty much it's like uh, that, surprisingly, it was a really good episode of of Smallville. Do you remember what season that was, by the way? I don't. I mean, three? I can quickly look that up right now. I forgot. I should have done my research. Oh, okay. I found it. It's uh, it aired in season five. Ooh, so it's like on the cusp of almost <laughs> not being good season. So yeah. you know, season five sometimes it's like hit or miss, right? So, yeah, that Lexmas episode it was a good Christmas episode, I think. Yeah, that was actually one of the highlights, definitely in season five, because I remember season five was the last season I watched on its original run. Um, before I don't know, I just lost track of the show, I guess. Um, and again, d- 
with the with Smallville, it is like a, a full WB season. So there's a lot of episodes, and they're 40 minutes each. And so I I think I remember during that time, especially towards the end of season five, things were starting to get a little repetitive or, or whatever. I you could tell that they were trying to mix things up as much as they could, but. I don't know if like some of the storylines were just as good as uh, I guess the first four, four plus seasons. Yeah. I mean, just in general, I think that's one of the highlights of the whole Lex character too, going into a deeper dive into the character. And I know that the actor, Michael Rosenbaum likes to reference that episode as one of his more favorite episodes. Cause it actually focuses on Lex too. Yeah, and and it it gives that whole um, it's a wonderful life kind of scenario type. I mean, I remember we talked about it's a wonderful life uh, last uh, year, twenty twenty, in season one, and uh, obviously it drew inspiration from that um, that movie. And uh, I, I, it's it's always refreshing to kind of see what might have been, especially since Lex Luthor is uh, iconic character in the DC world, and uh, obviously he's one of the best if arguably the best villains of uh of the dc universe or even just in general so but you know just to be able to see him in like uh, a christmas themed episode it, it was always it, it was refreshing yeah i agree man like audience if you ever uh want to recommend us a christmas movie or tv episode just let us know too because i'm super curious i love christmas movies i'm i just feel like i've rewatched the same one <laughs> you know what i'm talking about uh, <clears throat> jingle all the way jingle all the way <laughs> but yeah I, so i definitely need some more recommendations definitely yeah. let me know uh all the links are in the podcast description so right uh, and yeah. we and, and and we might we might talk christmas movies next week who knows i mean hey especially if you do have your um you know if we get one of your suggestions maybe we'll uh, talk about it next week so um with obviously the newsreel, we try to divide it, you know, between movie and TVs pretty evenly, 50-50. And uh, with Jeremy being the movie guy, I am by default the TV guy because I definitely gravitate towards TV. And so, Jeremy, last Sunday was uh, that HBO show Succession. I mean, it's one of my favorite shows currently going on right now, if not my favorite. It's, uh, I kind of go back and forth with uh, Succession in Ted Lasso currently the season three finale hit last Sunday and wow, it was an explosive episode. A lot happened. Um, and it basically the whole season kind of culminated in that one episode and it set up, you know, potentially a new dynamic without giving any spoilers for season four. Uh, hopefully next year, crossing my fingers. Anyway, uh, this past Sunday's season three finale, Jeremy, of Succession had people calling it Succession's version of The Red Wedding. I know you're familiar with The Red Wedding with Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Um, You did get that far. And so I know you haven't started Succession yet, so I won't ask you anything related specifically to that. And again, I want to recommend it when you do have time. But with The Reigns of Castamere... Um, being such an iconic episode in Game of Thrones, and everyone by the end of that episode was like, "What the actual? Ugh, what happened?" And everyone was just like left, just in b- disbelief. I wanted to ask you, which episode of television comes to mind 
that left you in shock and disbelief after it aired? Dude, that's a tough one. Ah, let me think. Goodness. Like, I knew I can't, when you were talking about what was going to happen. And I think Game of Thrones is just one of them that's like uh, the season finales are always so good. But if it has to be, I'm just having to think about a different show. Um, and I don't know, now, now that I'm stuck on Smallville or whatever, but I, I think of Arrow, Arrow Season 5 finale. It was basically five, because I feel like they, they plan out five seasons of these CW shows, or these TV shows that are basically long-running 23 episodes, right? So it's, uh, they have this thing where they have to, they flash back every episode pretty much in the show mm-hmm. and because oliver queen the character the main character of the show he was stuck on the island for for five years so it makes sense five years uh one year per season per season pretty much and of, of flashbacks so it, it got pretty crazy by the end of season five we knew that the flashbacks were ending so they went all out and by the end of season five i guess spoiler alert for season five finale of arrow literally the island blows up and we don't know who's who all the main cast is on there uh all like main villains are on there as well so we don't know who survived uh the whole island explosion and it just it just ends on a cliffhanger on season five it's like whoa and then season six was all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> didn't deliver huh they didn't they didn't get that far in the planning process to figure yeah, out yeah. who survived <laughs> yeah I, I thought it was you know it's still a satisfying ending to uh that villain that they had in season five but i was like and then they brought in obviously they had to put in a new villain and mm-hmm. but season five of arrow is the one that I, 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 there's definitely one that i've seen that's wows me more but that's the one that comes to mind like right now mm, that's a good one yeah, even though I've never seen it, I've only seen like uh, maybe a handful of episodes of of Arrow, and uh, I felt like I, again, I was it was just that daunting task of trying to finish twenty three episodes per that's season. Too- I think that's yeah, it, it's, it's it's a lot. It's it's a time con- uh, commitment and everything. And I don't think at the time when I started watching it, maybe I don't know five, six, or seven years ago, something like that, just wasn't ready. But I mean, I could see how. A lot of people can like the show because it is pretty entertaining, I think. Well, for me, to answer my own question, I got to say it. I mean, it's my favorite show of all time, Breaking Bad. Mm, and wait, yeah. wait, did you ever finish Breaking I did Bad? Not, <laughs> I did not finish Breaking Bad. Okay. I, I was on the... Uh, I watched the finale of season... I want to say season three when uh, Jesse opens the door... And mm. shoots a guy. Shoots Gale. So, yeah, was that end of season three? That was the end of season Sounds three, right. yes. Okay, that's how far I got. Okay, so then, okay, I'm glad I asked you first because I'm talking about something in season five. It's actually the third to the last episode, an episode called Ozymandias. And so much happens in this episode. I literally was, at the end of that episode, I was just shocked and disbelief like and it wasn't just like the very end like you know the red wedding where it was like the last what 20 minutes of uh of the reigns of castamere no it was the whole episode where i was like wow i can't believe i just watched that and then this happened and then this happened and just it just kept going 
and it just built up uh, to a crescendo um, and where, where it's considered by some arguably, arguably the best episode of television ever. I mean, I, and it's in a lot of people's like top five or top 10. Dude, I'm so, not surprised, man, because Breaking Bad is like just when at least when I was watching, I don't know why I took a break. I think because I was binging it and then it, I just had to stop because an, another show was incoming that yeah. I wanted to watch. And I was like, OK, take a break from Breaking Bad. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that because I, I don't know it, with Breaking Bad. It's just so intense every episode where it's like yeah. anything can happen that it's sometimes regular episodes feel like they could be a season finale sometimes. Yes. And you know what? Because you left off in season three, I think I may have mentioned it at least a couple of times. Uh, I'm not on, I'm not sure on this podcast, but season four at, at the time I thought it was probably the best, uh, what do you call it? Best season of television ever top to bottom. And then season five, um, there's some, you know, some filler episodes because they ended up stretching it out, I think, to t- uh, two halves of season five. They didn't like first eight and then a last eight. And then again, when when you get to the point where obviously it's towards the series finale, it's just like, oh, my goodness. All the stuff that they had been building up towards for those 60 episodes or whatever it was. Um, dude, it was just, oh, man, you need you. You're missing out on the best two seasons of breaking bad is all i'm saying yeah man that's i mean that's what you always told me i I do gotta finish it who knows maybe i could finish it finally over like this christmas just you know a gift of breaking bad to myself you (laughs) should you should and i mean even better call saul is really good it's solid it's just it, it starts off slow in the first couple seasons but it starts to pick up um three, four, and five, where it's like, whoa, I think it's on par with Breaking Bad almost. It's pretty crazy. So anyway, that's pretty much uh, my answer. I, man, Ozymandias. Oh, such good stuff. Whenever you get to it, dude, message me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because I don't know, man, Breaking Bad is so intense. It's like, it's not like scary, like The, the Walking Dead or anything, but it's like, yeah, it, it gets real, you know, and stress. And I don't know. You know, some things uh, get a little frustrating <laughs> when, mm-hmm. with with some characters. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like, dude, get off the guy's back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, I am the movie guy here on the newsreel. So uh, an interesting trailer just came out for a movie called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. <laughs> That's such a crazy title for a perfect it's a perfect title for this weird movie starring Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage (laughs) Uh, and I remember when they announced this movie last year I didn't want to say anything about it when they announced that they were actually going to have Nicolas Cage play Nicolas Cage in a movie about like a fictional version of Nicolas Cage I mean, just count how many times I said Nicolas Cage. But, um, (laughs) and I was like, that sounds like the perfect movie for Nicolas Cage (laughs) right now. I feel like it's it's so meta. (laughs) I was like, dang, this is crazy. So, and, uh, it just got released like this morning. So, uh, 
first of all, before I ask my little question here, what did you think of the trailer, though? <laughs> I did, I had not heard. Oh, dude, when you when you mentioned that, I was like, oh, uh, this week's movie type is just going to be on the unbearable weight of massive talent trailer. I was like, man, that was like that was hard to even just say. Uh, let alone like whatever. I, and I'm glad that you actually yeah. sent the uh, YouTube link to the trailer. I was like, all right, cool. All I have to do is just click on the link. And I kid you not, when I started watching it, I was already cracking up just because at first it was <laughs> like, like you said, I mean, obviously this is a trailer spoiler, but it's like, wait, is Nick Cage playing Nick Cage? <laughs> so I was like, oh, I guess they are. And then dude, it seemed entertaining. The cast looked really good. And I was like, oh, shoot. we I think we need to do a podcast episode on this, on <laughs> we this movie, man. We might have to, man. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just one of those movies that it looks like they're just having fun making it. It might be horrible. They might not make any sense. But it looks like it's a good time <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Just because... And I saw like just a snippet of an interview about this trailer. How Nicolas Cage says he he doesn't want to watch this movie. He's not he's not planning on watching this movie himself because he doesn't see himself that way in real life. He's like I'm just playing a really whacked out version of, of myself. But I'm like, dude, <laughs> that's I feel like I would pay money to watch Nicolas Cage. Uh, watching Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be that would be amazing. That'd be tremendous. I don't know. I feel like just watching this movie in theaters. I'm and I'm hoping that like at least word of mouth gets around and everything. Because I mean, if it's good, uh, the caveat obviously, if it's good and entertaining, dude. I just hope that like it. it does really well just so we could get more Nick Cage movies in our life, you know? Yeah, and, true. and I feel like with the casting and it, obviously we're only going off of, you know, the couple minutes within the trailer, dude, I feel like they casted it really good. And, and I'm already thinking that the, okay. And spoiler for the trailer. I'm thinking that the on screen chemistry for Nick Cage uh, and, um, Pedro Pascal is already going to be like one of my favorites. <laughs> I hope so. They it, they look like they're having fun with each other, and I feel like they're pretty entertaining guys just in in themselves. So yeah. I feel like they they would have good on on screen chemistry. Yeah. But the, my the, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, my actual question though, because we've seen or in the trailer, I guess um, we see Nick Cage do some Nicolas Cage isms, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Um, my question for you. What previous Nicolas Cage roles do you want to see make a cameo in this movie about Nicolas Cage? Well, they, I mean, they already referenced it in the in the trailer. I'm like, he needs to be. I forget what his name was in The Rock, but it, he needs to he needs to do that that character because I want I want to see I if they make fun of like him stabbing himself in the heart, but really it was his stomach, dude. <laughs> They should. He should definitely parody parody that. Just recreate that scene, kind of. But like, it's like, dude, you're you're stabbing yourself in the wrong place. That's not where your heart is. <laughs> I was like, maybe he ate some like chicken hearts, and that's where it was. You know, the digestive system or yeah. whatever. But dude, uh, I laugh. I remember when we were in New York a couple of years ago, 
And um, I don't know. We were just talking about Nick Nick Cage. I think you, me, and Jacob, and uh, your brother also. And I was amazed that you hadn't seen it yet. I think you, both you and Jacob, right? I, I yeah, can't remember. The Rock. I'm, and then it was just, wasn't it just playing on TV? Like it was starting from the beginning too. So it's like, and we're just chilling in the hotel room. So we're just like. Yeah, it was, watching yeah it, was, it was playing on TNT, and we're like, "Hey, let's watch it right now!" And uh, oh my goodness! I and then I remember, like, towards the end, um, when that scene comes on, I was like, "Dude, this is the best part. This is my f- absolute favorite scene, and you'll see why." <laughs> and then it shows it, and we start cracking up. Frick, man! Yeah, The Rock is a good one. I want to see. Uh crap. Con- what Con Air? I was so thinking you can see Con his crazy Air. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, but just like a a modern version of Nick Cage being his character from Con Air. So yeah. I don't know, something like that. Ooh, Ooh or you know, you know, be crazy. Sorry, face off, well, face <laughs> off would be crazy. But mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. I I think we may have talked about it, but in the mid to late nineties, I want to say in like ninety seven circa. They were talking about him being cast as Superman, and I'm wondering if they're yeah. going to revisit him playing a Superman, uh, like Superman, or like t- trying on the the spider, uh, the Spider-Man, the Superman suit or whatever. I think that'd be so meta if they uh, actually finally show us Nick Cage as Superman. Yeah, because it's it's weird that the trailer didn't really show too much of the story in itself. It was just banking on like, Oh, Nicholas Cage is being Nicholas Cage in a movie. But I feel like they're going to reference, you know, stuff like that mm-hmm. in the movie. And I hope that Superman thing does come up, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it just because the movie actually didn't come out and maybe people wouldn't get the joke. That, that's what I'm saying. I think it, I think even if they just kind of mention it, the fact that it's like, wait, weren't you supposed to be Superman? You know, something like that. If that were to happen, if they just kind of at least drop that one liner, and then he was like, yeah, I actually even had a prototype for uh, uh, Superman suit. I would literally lose it in the theater. <laughs> I mean, I, I love that even just in the movie because it. You always hear Nicolas Cage, if you follow Nicolas Cage, it's like he just buys the randomest stuff. And so in the trailer when he's like, oh, that's like absolutely grotesque or something like that. I'll buy it for $20,000. Just a freaking statue of himself. I was like, that sounds like something he would do. Yeah, he was dual wielding too. Pistols. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Holy crap, dude. I'm excited. for. I don't even know uh, the date for that movie but i'm excited um i want to say it was like middle of april um i don't know oh, the yeah, exact right. date like april I think it was 20, april 22 22 22, like 22 yeah yeah so i'm excited <laughs> that's crazy april so it's like almost the summer movie <laughs> for that's nicholas what i'm Cage. talking about sounds i don't know it sounds like a potential season four movie stay uh-huh. tuned <laughs> Uh oh, Nicolas Cage, first time here on the podcast, possibly. Mm-hmm. Not oh, not on sure. the podcast, but that would be oh, fun what? too. <laughs> oh, wh- whoops! I, Wait, I it would be spoil Nick, something. It would be Nick Cage playing Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just on on the podcast. Uh, so Ken, what are we actually going to be talking about on Monday on the weekly Real Podcast? Well, uh, you know what? This coming Monday. December 20th, we are actually kicking off Christmas week with a bit of a curveball. You know, it's been a while since we've actually gotten a chance to talk about a rom-com. 
And so we thought it would be fun to actually ring in the holiday season with one. And so for our main show this Monday, we will be talking about the 2003 movie Love Actually. And so uh, you pumped to talk rom-com? Dude, I just like, I've never seen this movie before. And it's been a while since we either watched a romance movie or a comedic movie. So it's like... It's a good refresher type of movie, you know what I mean? And it's 2003, so it, it it's a uh, it's an era, that's for sure. <laughs> you can definitely oh. feel it. <laughs> oh, I know. There was some uh I guess sounds, some uh some obviously like within the storyline I'm like, wow, this is, this brings it back and then obviously some of the music too that they that they actually um I guess played throughout the movie. I'm like, man, this is early 2000s. This is like watching Smallville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like watching Smallville again. Um, but yeah, that movie, everyone mentions like mentions that movie. And I'm just surprised we, both of us haven't seen it. At least I thought I expected you to for some reason. Yeah. Well, uh, rom-coms are like, for me, it's like, okay, I'll go through my phases of watching a lot of them or I won't. Um, like it'll be like nothing. But man, this one was a. Uh, I mean, this one's an interesting one just because it is. It, it's got that Christmas setting. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm pretty excited to t- talk about this movie because it's there's a lot that happens. So, and, and it seems like it's the first of its kind to do the whole like multiple relationship storyline type thing in one movie too. So, yeah, yeah, a lot of people in this movie. Literally a lot. <laughs> Uh, guys, if you want to follow us on any of the social medias to keep up to date, get notified for the Weekly Reel or the News Reel, uh, you can follow us at Weekly Reel on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook even. So uh, anything else, Ken, that you want to mention before I close out the episode? Nah, just uh, definitely check out Love Actually. It should be a really fun and interesting episode. We want to obviously, you know, entertain a you know different demographic other than all the uh comic book movies that we've been kind of covering in recent weeks and we definitely like to switch things up every so often so definitely check us out um this coming monday yeah for sure man it's good good christmas movie to talk about this year (laughs) definitely different from it's a wonderful life (laughs) so or even home alone (laughs) or home alone yeah Definitely different, uh, different demographics. But uh, until we talk about love, actually next week, we'll see you guys next time on the real. <laughs> <laughs>